Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Seven days into this extremely critical, this crucial midterm election year. January 7th, 2022. Welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu Peters. It's no secret that we've made a lot of criticisms of Marjorie Taylor Greene on this show. I mean, she's catapulted basically out of nowhere, essentially appeared out of thin air to become one of the most popular, one of the most prolific people in mega world. And the Stu Peters show has exploded in relatively the same way. So we understand, we're empathetic to a lot of the attention that comes along with that. But the press absolutely hated her. The Republican Party establishment absolutely hated her. And historically, those are two great enemies to have. And just like with Donald Trump in 2015, it was because of that hatred, because of the deep-seated anxiety that Marjorie Taylor Greene created with the press, because of their obsession over her, they were tripping over themselves to cover literally every single word that she said. And there's a lot of power in that. It gives you the platform to say things so that the whole country can hear it. But unfortunately, over the past year, Marjorie Taylor Greene has made a lot of mistakes that have left us completely baffled. First, she backed the corporate shills, communist Kelly Leffler and David Perdue, which led directly to giving us Twinkie boy John Ossoff and abortion-loving satanic preacher Raphael Warnock. Marjorie let the ADL extract an apology from her over her comments about mandatory masking. Seriously, imagine sucking up to the ADL. The ADL, which is extremely quick to call you a racist bigot, The moment you do anything to stand up against the communist left or their tyranny in any way, and it gets away with it because the GOP is too spineless to tell them to F off forever. Green teamed up with Charlie Kirk's pro-gay lobbying group, Turning Point USA. And then she vacuumed up money, a lot of money, from her base, riling them up with this over-the-top rhetoric Impeach Biden. It was completely ridiculous and it's totally irrelevant. Republicans don't control the House, Marjorie. They're not going to impeach Joe Biden. 
And even if Republicans did control the House, impeaching Biden would be a complete waste of time. It's all theater. It's all for show. They're not going to remove him from office. It would just be a stunt. Like when Democrats wasted two years impeaching Trump twice. Remember that? But she got money for this. She raised a lot of money for this, which then in turn she used to assist Kevin McCarthy directly by cutting a check in the amount of $175,000 to the McCarthy-controlled NRCC. So she raised money in the name of destroying the establishment only to turn around and give your hard-earned money right back to the very establishment that she raised the money in the name of destroying. This is Kevin McCarthy. A guy so ineffective, so incapable, so inept that you would think he was a Democrat plant. A guy who's famous inside the D.C. Beltway for just sleeping with everything that he can get his hands on. A guy who's basically the sworn enemy of MEGA and America First and who just gets political consultants to run BS advertisements on his behalf suggesting otherwise. So the bad signs with MTG came early and they came fast and they came often. But here at the Stu Peters Show, we believe in forgiveness. We believe in second chances. We believe in redemption. Redemption is, after all, at the heart of Christ's message. Along with the pursuit of truth, another one of our core values here at the Stu Peters Show. So in the spirit of redemption, we were extremely happy when Marjorie recently got back to saying things that make evil people really angry. And she did it by tweeting, just before her ban, the uncontroversial fact that blue states and red states, or rather the people who make up the majority in each, do not have the same values. Not even remotely close. And in the same Twitter message, she said that in a hypothetical, quote, national divorce, we might need some new laws. We might need to take a look at some new regulations to govern citizenship and who gets it. Or in more explicit terms, we've seen the pattern play out over and over again. Liberals take a nice state and they make it into an impoverished, overtaxed, decrepit shithole, I'm sorry, and then move to a new state and do the same thing all over again. So looking ahead, if people are going to move from California or Illinois or New York to a state that they haven't ruined yet, maybe they shouldn't be getting to vote right away. I agree, it's a nice idea. At this very moment, functional red states like South Carolina, like Idaho, Oklahoma, Arkansas, are fighting against Soros-funded efforts to take over their big city governments with communist-adjacent DA and sheriff candidates. They're seeing their suburbs and towns filled up with refugees from blue shithole states who complain about how unlivable their prior state has become and then plan to do the same thing in their new home. No. They're the people 
who flee crime. They flee homelessness. They flee big government oppression. And then they worship BLM and demand more spending on homelessness. They're the people who complain about high housing prices and then demand every law possible to limit development or building. They're the people who complain about suffocating taxes and then they demand more money for more bloated public sector unions and every pointless program known to man. It's ridiculous. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is right. She suggested that if red states split from blue states, hypothetically, maybe these people would have values not aligned with red states. And so they shouldn't immediately get the full benefits of citizenship if they move there. After all, that's exactly what the laws are at this very moment in the United States for other countries. And it's definitely how every other country in the world acts about immigration. You can't just move to Switzerland or to Singapore or Japan or any other nice country for that matter and immediately just start agitating to change it so that it becomes just like the sorry crap hole that you just left. Of course not. That's the truth. And that's why it pisses off these communists in the media so badly because they can't handle the truth. And of course, we know exactly why the left gets so angry at the idea of limiting a person's ability to vote immediately. Because that's exactly how they feel about America right now. They want illegal aliens and every sort of non-citizen to be able to just waltz right in and get instant citizenship, instant access to every welfare program and the instant right to vote to demand even more. It's insanity. You know, a half a century ago, the people who wanted this were called Fabian socialists. And their explicit plan was to overwhelm the welfare state in order to spark an intentional collapse so they could usher in full communism. Look around. Now, do they still want this today? Honestly, mostly probably don't. But they're just stupid and brainwashed and don't even think about it. More people from everywhere who just get to vote immediately, just do the easiest thing at every step, and it's actually the best strategy. It's the political equivalent to saying the best way to stay fit is by eating nothing but Crisco and sucking on Jolly Ranchers. And just like they view this entire nation as the rightful property of illegal immigrants, they view red states in the same way. Your peace and prosperity are not your own, and you don't deserve them. You don't deserve to pass on the society that you inherited and maintained to your own children and grandchildren. No, you aren't entitled to set the rules for the place where you live. Your job is quite simply to be trampled over by the left whenever they feel like it. And by the way, sit down, shut up, and get your booster shot. And when Marjorie Taylor Greene said what she did about a hypothetical divorce, it exposed all of this. Which is why so many of them flipped the hell out.
So we're glad that she said all of that. And we were glad that despite it being a year late, she gave a press conference alongside Matt Gates demanding real answers for January 6th. For defending the political prisoners who've been persecuted and punished and tortured for doing essentially nothing. She did what Donald Trump was too much of a coward to do. We're glad that she's willing to touch the third rail with the Democrats. We hope that Marjorie will stand up to Kevin McCarthy and the Paul Singer-funded GOP leadership with as much fearlessness come 2022 and 2023. If she does, the next Congress might finally get some of Trump's 2016 America First agenda that Kevin McCarthy and Paul Ryan so effectively scuttled. The medical mafia is ripping life-saving medication off the shelves, overwhelming the system. You will not fill ivermectin for COVID. You can that, that's, against, you that's against the law. No, actually it's not. While communist doctors are doing everything they can to withhold care from patients in need. Vaccination, Jim, has been the solution to every major public health issue. But when you have a virus that's circulating in the community and you are not vaccinated, you are part of the problem. But there's hope. Dr. Stella Emanuel is saving lives with early treatments that are proven to work. I just want to let everybody know in America, you don't have to get sick. You don't have to wait till you get sick. Everybody needs to have ivermectin hydroxychloroquine in their medicine cabinet. Dr. Stella is taking patients today. Go to drstellamd.com and use promo code STU to book an appointment and get life-saving meds sent straight to your doorstep. No hassle, no Fauci, only compassion. drstellamd.com, promo code STU. Monday on the Stu Peters Show, Dr. Jane Ruby broke a bombshell report about specific lot numbers of the bioweapon jabs that were shipped across the country. She joins us now with more details. Do we know where these things went or how deadly they are? Sure, Stu. After that report, a lot of people wrote uh, to me on my social media and had lots of very good questions. I bet. And so I, w- I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to dig in a little bit deeper. Uh, the first, I uh, know we have a little bit of time here. The first uh, graph that I'm showing you here is very, very interesting. It's it's not really clear and that's okay. I, I just want everyone to get a visual uh, relative to your question. If you look along the left-hand side, that's called the Y-axis, the left Y-axis, you see all those tiny little numbers and those are listed the lot numbers that were uh, that were identified, not the most deadly yet, okay? And then as you go across the top of this document, you can see all 50 states because a lot of the questions came up after the initial uh, report by Expose UK, where they did find in their analysis, which was... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. By the way, done differently with a different number of, of lots. Okay. Uh, and they found that there were a larger number of deadlier lots that went to what they called red states. That really has not been borne out. And so as you see on this piece of paper, uh, going across the top, this is actually an Excel spreadsheet. All 50 states. So you can see 
see on the right-hand side, far right, you see all those tiny numbers. The Most of those numbers are probably two or three illnesses or deaths, where you see a couple of those uh, rows that end up with larger numbers, like 1,000, 1,500. Those are those are by a thousand times more deaths and injuries, right? Um, but what this tells us is that these deadly batches, when you look at these two lines in the middle with all the numbers that end up on the far right with a thousand or 2000 deaths, that all these deadliest batches that have now been identified by these analysts did go indeed to all 50 states. There was no one state or group of states or politically affiliated state that was targeted. The other thing I wanted to share with people sort of as a follow-up is that these analysts started to look at the temporal, if you will, deployment of these vials, these the vials that were associated now uh, with the deadliest you know, number of, number of deaths and, 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 and injuries. And the first one I wanna show here is the Moderna. When Moderna is singled out, uh, we single out a company one at a time. This one looks at Moderna. On the far left vertical axis, which is the y-axis, you're looking at the number of serious adverse events. Remember, in pharmaceutical drug development, I've said there are adverse events. These are technical terms. And then there are serious adverse events. And they are defined differently. And the serious adverse events usually uh, mean hospitalization, death, serious permanent disability, ER visits, things like that. And so what you see here is the Moderna deployment of their deadliest batches. And isn't this interesting? Notice the pattern. It's a bit of a, when you start to look at the biggest deployment began in January, like right out of the out of the gate, Moderna sent out its deadliest batches. And, and it, it there's a decrement, it, the, the, it goes down and it lowers, right, in, in a graduated way, but it forms kind of an L shape. So what I wanted to show in the last sheet here is when we put these three companies together, this is really interesting. Again, on the left, the far left, the vertical y-axis, these are serious uh, adverse events, numbers of them. Uh, on the x-axis, which is the bottom uh, horizontal axis, you see the dates that these lots were starting to be deployed. Again, it starts pretty consistently around January of 2021. And notice the same pattern, Stu. It's in an L shape. For the most part, when you overlay these three companies, this tells us that these companies do not only were strategic in deploying these and coding these, these lot numbers so that they could find where the greatest death and destruction occurred, but Stu, they were working together. There's a strong evidence here that they're working together. They have the same L shape. Very scary. So is it possible, you're a pharmaceutical researcher, I'm a lay guy, is it possible that they sent out these deadly batches by accident. And then they were like, oh, these were too deadly. These were done wrong. We need to get this right. Oh, gosh, let's fix this. Yeah, this is a good question. And it's one of the questions I asked the three, the two analysts out of the five that I spent three hours with over last weekend uh, talking about this. And they explained to me that they had the same question. They brought in a statistician who could do what's called confidence intervals to see what are the chances that this would be by chance. And it was a 99.99% chance that, the, or, or I'm sorry, result that this is not by chance, which is incredibly frightening uh, to, uh, to, to them. And, and they were analysts just looking at the numbers and the way the patterns fall and the, and the statistics that tell you there's, there's basically no way this could have happened randomly. Yeah. These I mean, companies look, are working I know together. that these people are psychopaths and I, 
I'm going to be the last person to defend these people that are responsible for manufacturing this bioweapon that's resulting in the death of children and, you know, people who've been misled, misinformed, brainwashed and propagandized into taking these things out of fear of a virus with a nearly 100 percent survival rate. I'm not here to defend them, but in the spirit of, you know, factual journalism, I want to make sure that we know that, hey, we're not accusing them of something that they did not do, but a 99.99% probability that this thing was not by happens chance and that this was absolutely done on purpose is what I would suspect. It, it just validates my suspicions. They are psychopaths. Sure. Uh, they're murderers. Sure. They're genocidal murderers. Dr. Jane Ruby, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. My pleasure, Stu. Coming up on the Stu Peters Show in just 60 seconds, One of those analysts that took the data from these hackers has extremely specific details on exactly how deadly these things are, when they were released, and a whole lot more. Coming up, go nowhere. That's straight ahead on The Stu Peter Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. We've spent the last year hearing a lot of devastating stories, sad stories, life-altering stories, unnecessary stories about extreme and deadly side effects from these COVID-19 shots. Now, Dr. Jane Ruby just gave us remarkable information that a huge percentage of these side effects tracked in the CDC's own Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System database are linked to just a small percentage of the vaccine batches produced by Pfizer and Moderna. This data came from a group calling itself Team Enigma. They're a group of independent researchers with experience in medical research and development, statistics, data analytics, and everything else that you need to investigate a vaccine's impact on millions of people. And Team Enigma says whatever else we know about the vaccines, something is clearly wrong and it doesn't appear to be accidental. The shots are deadly and no vials are safe for anyone. Let's consider the flu vaccine. With that, most flu vaccine lots have less than 10 adverse events. And a lot have less than five adverse events. There's only two outlier groups, and they have a little over 20 and 35 adverse events, respectively. Overall, every lot has a number of adverse events between 1 and 37. Now look at COVID injection lots. For these, according to Team Enigma, the number of adverse events ranges as high as 662. The volatility in these bioweapon lots is far greater than 10 times. This raises a lot of questions. Is the manufacturing process for these brand new vaccines flawed, causing them to be more room for error and tainted products? And if that's the case, are Pfizer and Moderna covering up the truth? 
Or are they not paying attention? Is anybody paying attention? Does anyone at the FDA care about safety or do they only care about jabbing as many people as quickly as they can? A lot of Team Enigma is anonymous. We understand why. But thankfully, one of their members has agreed to speak publicly. Sasha Latipova is a retired business executive with more than two decades of experience in pharmaceutical medical device research and development. She specialized in collecting and analyzing data from global clinical trials, and she joins us now. Sasha, thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you, Stu. Thank you for inviting me. So the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System is not designed to prove cause-effect relationship, but the CDC advertises it as a way to identify and flag unusual data patterns. That's what you did, yes? Yes, exactly. And uh, the the reason I became so alarmed is that Prior, during my career in pharmaceutical research and development, I worked under assumption that all these processes works because I was subject to the same audits, the same scrutiny, the same, uh, you know, show how you process the data, all the steps and audit steps. And I thought, well, it works really well. And also previously, uh, CDC was perfectly able to use VAERS to remove um, tainted heparin from the market, for example, only for 81 deaths. They were not waiting for 21,000 deaths and still saying nothing's going on. They removed it after 81 deaths. Right. And prior to that, the Tylenol um, scandal, for eight deaths, the manufacturer removed entire product from the shelves. The swine flu so, vaccine program, 26 or 27 program. deaths. We can go over and over and over. Correct. And all these examples where few deaths, they used VAERS to identify those patterns and they removed the product. And here they're sitting and saying, oh, well, it's nothing. Don't worry, it's safe and effective. So this is just completely wrong. And we, we see a total breakdown of FDA, CDC, all surveillance, everything. And that's why we started doing this analysis. Okay, so when you started doing this analysis, what was the most shocking discovery that you made? Well, so I knew that VAERS wasn't designed for cause and effect. And when you don't have that, you, you need some kind of a comparator. You need a, a, a control group which for us was flu vaccines because they're the most comparable. They're administered to 50% of U.S. population, uh, including elderly, including children, uh, including healthcare workers. And uh, so, and, and they're injectable and therefore a similar disease. So that's why we took all of the flu vaccines and we wanted to look, well, how do they look as compared to the COVID vaccine data set? And what we found was, as you cited, Shocking, shocking degree of variability to the to the extent. And you said, you know, one to six hundred adverse events per lot. That's for serious adverse events. We have Moderna lot that has five thousand over five thousand adverse events total in one lot, including in one lot. And that is not a flag for anybody. I, I don't know how to describe it, but this is horrible. <laughs> so uh, so that's why. So we looked and we looked at this extensive variability between the lots. And by the way, people are saying, well, theirs is full of typos and all of these lots are mistyped and, you know, so forth. But that, that, that's about the, the low event lots. Yeah, that's correct. A lot of them are typos. But the variability is driven by the large event lots. So 5,000 times people do not mistype everything in all geographies the same way 5,000 times. So initially you know, so when this lots. story broke on Monday here as a result of your efforts, your team's efforts, Dr. Jane Ruby yeah. broke that information here in the United States on this program, that these yeah. specific lots were able to be identified as the mm-hmm. most dangerous or the most deadly. But what you're yes. saying is that there isn't a safe lot. Like you shouldn't say, oh, well, I didn't get that lot number, so I must be okay. What you're saying is that they are all dangerous, but some of them are just yes. more deadly 
than, than others. others. The, absolutely. So <laughs> imagine this. If you have a bag of candies, you have 100 candies in it. Two of them contain cyanide. Are you saying the bag is safe? No, it's the whole bag is poison. This is how pharmaceutical research and development and pharmaceutical sales um, surveillance and safety surveillance works. If you identify a couple of products that for some reason do not meet the standard, you have to deem the entire lot, the entire production line, the entire everything contaminated. So I, I have to ask you this question because uh, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, the lots that you identified as the most dangerous, I got those mm -hmm. shots, a friend of mine did, you know, my mm -hmm. cousin's brother's sister's dog did, or they watered their mm -hmm. house plants. Everybody is fine with these mm -hmm. shots. So why is this one being identified? Did we just get lucky or to what do you attribute that to? Well, so the, what we found is manufacturing process is completely uh, uncontrollable and uncontrolled. And so it can be interfered with at any step of the manufacturing process. Who's interfering so, with it? I don't know, but it's possible because if you do not have a good manufacturing quality, good, good manufacturing practice compliant process, it means de facto you are producing adulterated products. So what it's do you tainted. suspect? I mean, do you suspect that somebody is inside of Pfizer or Moderna sabotaging these lots to make them poisonous and deadly or? Possibly, possibly. And and lack, and we have some, some indications. I think the insiders from Pfizer, uh, there was a lady um, that was talking to Project Veritas and she said that, you know, I've seen some untoward activities going on, like people, you know, closing the windows and doing something with these vials. Um, so there is indication of that. But I'm saying that if you have broken down and uncontrolled... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Global manufacturing process, uh, it, it's a perfect cover for any nefarious activity also. If you wanted to execute this crime... You would want to have no surveillance and no quality control and no checks because if you did have them, you would be caught. But you you would suspect is this a an individual acting as a rogue like serial killer or is this a much larger scale operation, a designed you know depopulation plan of some sort or some sort of an intentional poisoning or incapacitation or murder of a whole lot of citizens globally? Right. I, you know, I don't want to get too conspiratorial. No, I don't want I'm you to either. I'm just asking, what do you suspect? I mean, I, I, I suspect at this point, I suspect it's true because of how insistent they are that everybody gets these jabs right. and how they're threatening. And so you don't people. think that this is just one weirdo inside of Pfizer I, and one strange rogue person inside of Moderna? You think that this it's, is a coordinator? It's highly, unlike, it's highly unlikely that it's a rogue person. They, I'm, I'm sure once they're caught and prosecuted, they will claim that. But I, it's highly unlikely because they would have been caught. If it was a rogue person and you had a normal process, you would catch them. But this is not, and also because they're labeling these lots with specific numeric codes. And this is one of our colleagues who identified these specific numeric codes that seem to indicate that, you know, a higher level of toxicity. And just to come back that, you know, some people may get these injections from the lot that we have identified as highly toxic. Um, it doesn't mean that 100% of that, uh, there, there are about uh, 1.5 million doses in each lot. 
So it doesn't mean that 100% of them contain that toxicity that killed or injured those people. Um, it's probably what's happening is somebody is using this as a cover, this uncontrolled process as a cover to introduce some, and they're labeling them, and to introduce some uh, highly toxic, uh, different combinations of things, different formulations, whatever. It could be anything. But they, the whole thing should be considered tainted, poisoned, and removed immediately. And a full stop should happen with this injection program. It should be terminated immediately. Absolutely. Uh, there for nobody. Dr. Ruby yeah. said that she was in charge of a trial that six beagle dogs died, and they stopped it immediately. Uh, the yes. Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, which we know only covers at least like less than 1% of vaccine injuries, yeah. is already over a million uh, adverse events and over 20,000 yeah. deaths. And this is just in 11 months, which is close to three times as many deaths as every previous vaccine rollout combined. I've got about a minute left here. I want to give you the final words. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to reiterate, and this is for your audience, not for the ones who are resisting the vaccines. You're, you're great. You're brave and you should continue resisting them. It's for those who may have gotten injections being forced for the booster, or they're thinking about their children. Please do not inject your children. Children are not at risk. You should not be giving them these products. These are contaminated, poisoned products. Nobody can control them. Please do not do that. Um, and uh, you can read about our work on howbad.info. Uh, it's the website where we maintain our research and our videos, and you can learn more about it um, there. Howbad.info. Again, that's howbad.info. If you have your specific lot number, you can look it up there. Is that right? Yes, you can look it up. We're now getting data from Europe, from uh, even from Australia and from Japan. So we're upload, uploading a lot of data and information and people, people can track their lot numbers. Thank and you look at our so research. much for the hard work of you and your team. And I know that a lot of them choose to stay anonymous. We understand why it's very dangerous to do what you're doing. Your bravery is super commendable. And thank you. I mean, there are a lot of lives that you could be saving and changing as people look at this information. How bad in We'll post some of the same stuff over at stupeters.com. Sasha Latipova, I've got more questions for you upcoming, so we hope to have you back soon. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for giving me the platform. Thank you. Of course. You. God bless you. All right. The newest sponsor that you hear me talking an awful lot about here on the Stu Peter Show, we're really happy to have GunsAmerica.com. Why? Well, they're celebrating 25 years in business, and they are the most trusted online platform for buying and selling guns. Whether you're a private party or a dealer, GunsAmerica.com is where you need to go to find local gun sales, people in your neighborhood, on your street, in your city or town, in your county, in your state, selling guns. All transactions within 50 miles of you is absolutely free. And when you log on to GunsAmerica.com, you're not gonna believe all the people selling guns, buying guns right in your neighborhood. It's an excellent deal. All transactions within 50 miles, 100% free, plus hunt 365. 365 days a year, there's a place for you to hunt. GunsAmerica.com has that info plus experts reviewing firearms, shotguns, uh, handguns, rifles, all of the above. If you don't have a gun, get a gun. If you have guns, get more guns, get more ammo. Go to GunsAmerica.com. Make sure that you mention Stu Peters when you go to GunsAmerica.com. I mean, I can't believe that we're living in times where we have to even discuss this, but there are millions of parents in America and around the world that are forced to fight to protect their kids, their adolescents, their preteens, they're toddlers, they're newborns, they're innocent infants from being injected with a bioweapon that does absolutely nothing to protect them, but could instead do a whole lot to harm them or kill them. But the people who want to force these shots on us are clever people. They're psychopaths, they're demonic, they're evil, they're sinister too, but they're clever. 
So to subvert the parents, they're now making propaganda to target the kids directly, just like they already do to promote transgender ideology and anti-white hate racist filth in schools. But right now in New York, there's draft legislation that would allow school staff to vaccinate children without even notifying the parents. Can you imagine how pissed off you would be? And then there's the propaganda. In the UK, Mattel, a disgusting company, is actually selling a Barbie doll based on COVID vaccine developer Sarah Gilbert. And in Spain, there's a ghastly television ad meant to acclimate, to normalize even the youngest babies being injected. I mean, I'm just without words. And all of this is going on. Meanwhile, what Fox News will never report, what nobody wants to touch is that Pfizer's own clinical trial data is out. It's public and it shows that one in nine vaccinated adolescents suffered a severe adverse event. That's a serious side effect. Remember, all of this in the name of a virus that poses statistically zero risk to any child healthy enough to be attending school or living a normal life. She's the host of the upcoming new show, Shots Fired, at StuPeters.com. Deanna Lorraine joins us now. One in nine, these numbers are huge. Right. Well, first of all, the, the propaganda is unbelievable because they are coming for our children. Let's just make it very clear, Stu. They are coming for our children. It's always about the children because they're the next generation, just like Hitler. You indoctrinate the youth, you get the next generation, and you could mold them and shape them. So they are coming after our children, make that very clear, and they're coming through cartoons, through dolls, to try to normalize that mask wearing on babies is normal. And and giving shots to babies is totally normal. They're normalizing this in the culture of the youth. And it's disgusting and despicable. And then let's talk about this study because it isn't normal. Not only is it not normal, it is so dangerous what they're molding and shaping our children to be. So the Physicians for Informed Consent, otherwise PIC, they're an educational nonprofit organization that is actually focused on statistics and science, real science. They did this study on the Pfizer uh, BioNTech vaccine and its results on children. And by the way, the the recently their their actual study with uh, children under five years old failed. So they're still in the study for that. But um, for adolescents 12 to 15 years of age, the Pfizer vaccine found that one out of nine children got an adverse side effect, serious adverse side effects. That means difficulty breathing, neurological problems, heart problems, et cetera, debilitating side effects. This is so dangerous. And yet at the same time, here's what they also found, that one in 1.6% of the the incidence of COVID-19 of the unvaccinated. So of those who are unvaccinated, only 1.6% ended up getting COVID. So the risk of getting an adverse side effect from uh, from the vaccine is way higher than actual an actual child getting COVID who's been unvaccinated. 
This tells you everything you need to know about the safety of the vaccines and the necessity of the vaccines because it's so not needed for children, especially who have a 99.98% recovery rate. They're healthy, strong kids. And as we know, Dr. Malone has shared this information. So many other doctors that we know of that have been on your show have shared this information that that they're creating heart issues in children. When pregnant women are taking these vaccines at the doctor's instructions, they're creating heart problems with their babies, myocarditis, heart issues, you know, sudden kids coming out with heart failure that never should have heart failure. And not only heart failure, but reproductive issues because they're accumulated is attacking the reproductive system in both boys and girls. So it leads you to wonder, what are they trying to create? A generation that is sterile, a generation, a generation who can't have children of their own and who are having heart problems and dropping dead at age 12 years old. You know, so, and we, we have this virus that's got a, a 99.998% survival rate. Uh, amongst these people that we're talking about in this age group. So people are waking up to that. They see that, which is why there's more, quote, vaccine hesitancy. And anything that causes vaccine hesitancy will get you removed because they have to get these injections into everybody. So now there is talk, Deanna, about new viruses. So the variants of SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19, the lies about these variants that there is no specific test for, that you can't have a variant of something that's never been isolated, these variants aren't scary enough. It doesn't matter what you call them. If it's the Delta variant or the Omicron or the Doomsday variant, it's not Look scary enough. So now they're right. coming with something we're hearing scuttlebutt about this Marburg virus. Now, wow. Marburg is something that I think was a, a prevalent a while ago, you know, years ago, which has an 88% mortality rate. It's more deadly than Ebola if it's untreated. And so they're going to come out with this thing that is now going to make people without having to mandate shots, without having to mandate or force draconian lockdown measures, they're going to do it on their own. They're going to be so scared that they will lock themselves into their home, that they will take the what you, the shipments of needles and syringes to their house that come in these, and they'll inject themselves. They'll do anything because they are going to be just absolutely petrified. But remember, these people will never release something that kills them as well. So you have to remember, do not be fearful and Marburg, from what we're getting, preliminary stuff. Now, this is not confirmed, and I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but we're going to get some experts on here. This Marburg thing, Deanna, uh, is actually not a virus from what we're hearing, but it, it's actually bacterial, which means that everyday, run-of-the-mill, very inexpensive antibiotics, azithromycin, z whatever this is, will absolutely take care of it. Ooh. So slow the roll, but we want to start getting this out here, get ahead of the ball, because now... The World Health Organization is starting to discuss the first case of Marburg. So these injections, number one, we now know they're dangerous and deadly. Right. Dr. Malone didn't stop short of telling us on this program that these are bioweapons and that the CIA was involved and that the DOD is involved and that everybody that's involved is a corrupt criminal and that they knowingly released these things knowing that they were going to hurt and maim and incapacitate and handicap and kill. So... We got to be careful here. We got, first of all, stay away from these shots, no matter what former president or candidate or elected representative or celebrity is telling you to go get them. Absolutely do not. One in nine, Deanna, these numbers are absolutely jaw dropping. And Fox News isn't going to talk about this because they get probably upwards of 60 or 70% of their budget from Pfizer. Right. 
And I, I've also heard that doctors and pediatricians are actually getting money every time that they get somebody to take a vaccine, which is so disgusting, or a pregnant person to take a vaccine. I mean, it, it is beyond disgusting. And if you're a parent and you're willing to put your child through this, this is an experiment. This is murder. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. This You are culpable of murder and you're culpable of putting your child through this and having heart problems and issues down the road or be sterile. I have very I have a small amount of empathy for you. So we need to get back to reality here and understand that this is going to this is going to require a huge awakening and a huge mass noncompliance. We need to all stand together about this because they can't just mandate this for everybody if we fight back. And I'm tired of people rolling over and just subjecting their kids at school to these vaccines uh, because the doctor or the dean told them so. We have to fight back to this, too, yeah. or this will be our reality in six months from now. And you're talking about it out here every day. And then the left wing globalist media hits you and they use these flamboyant headlines to make you look like you're a crazy person because they hate the truth. They don't know how to handle the truth. And the truth is. It's not hyperbolic when you say that it's murder, because if you premeditatedly, if you knowingly give something to somebody that causes injury or death, great bodily harm, if they die from that thing that you gave them, knowing what the data is and that you have access to it, yes, it's murder. If I give you drugs, fentanyl, meth, and you overdose and die, I'm going to get charged with at very minimum manslaughter, but if I'm you know, I could be charged with first degree premeditated murder, homicide. So it's no different. So it's not hyperbolic. This isn't fear porn. This is reality. And these globalists can't deal with the truth. And thank you for being here to give it to us. We're looking for a whole lot more of your truth as your new show, Shots Fired, begins to air here in the next 30 days. Look for that. It's Shots Fired at StuPeters.com and DNLRain.com. It'll be coming soon. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Ranch Covidians have turned our cities into super shitter capitals, the jab that becomes self-spreading bioweapons, threatening the purebloods. I was incapacitated. I was literally laying down the entire day with a terrible migraine. I actually passed clots, which obviously is insanely alarming. Clots. Yes. The clot shot is ending careers, detonating bombs in the brains of pilots. Dozens, maybe north of 100 commercial airline pilots have died within just a few days of being vaccinated. Dead. But don't despair. There's an answer to protect you and your kids from the chimerically engineered symptoms. Forget the forever boosters. Fortify your immune system today with the Z-Stack from Dr. Zev Zelenko. One pill formula taken twice a day. Everything you need to fight back against bioweapons, RSV, and influenza B. ZStackProtocol.com. Stock up now. Be prepared. Stand ready. ZStackProtocol.com. Well, and aside from guns, you're going to need a whole lot of prayers as well. We talk an awful lot about that. Jesus is the only thing that can save us from all of this. Todd Coconato is a pastor and the head of Todd Coconato Ministries based in Nashville, Tennessee. He's also the president of the Religious Liberties Coalition and founder of Remnant News, a Christian news outlet. He's also been a prominent voice against President Biden's federal vaccine mandate. And he joins us now. So I have to ask you, we talked earlier in the program today about propaganda, specifically subverting parents and targeting kids directly on getting these yeah. shots. Uh, we're also seeing propaganda from the pulpit. Franklin Graham said Jesus would get vaccinated to him and to people like him. You say what? 
Well, it's, it's just, it's not good counsel. It's not wise. I mean, uh, you know, that's a, that's a huge liability, first of all. And from a spiritual standpoint, it's just not correct. You know, and I love Franklin Graham and I followed him for many years. Uh, but in this particular area, we don't agree. And, uh, you know, I just look at it, Stu, from a wisdom standpoint. I know there's a lot of amazing doctors. I'm not a doctor, but there's a lot of amazing doctors. Many of them have been on your show and they've shared real concerns. And I share, you know, I share a lot of those concerns personally. But as a pastor, just from a wisdom standpoint, we don't know, uh, you know, three, four or five years from now, 10 years from now, uh, things that are going to come up that maybe were overlooked. But there sure is historical precedent for that, isn't there? Uh, you know, where vaccines, you know, uh, we're, like let's look at the Gulf War, for instance, with Gulf War syndrome. You know, uh, no one anticipated that or at least, uh, you know, they said nothing was going to go wrong. And uh, these soldiers that were out there fighting and then all of a sudden years later, there's all these adverse uh, effects. And, and, you know, you look at the bears database, you know, uh, most doctors will say that it's like one to 10% of the actual reporting. I know people in the medical community that are saying, uh, you know, we don't report to the bears database. So from a wisdom standpoint, as a pastor, why would I ever give that type of advice to anybody? I would say, go to the Holy spirit, ask the Lord for wisdom, for discernment. And, you know, you got to make your own decision, but I certainly am not going to be telling anybody to put that in. Now there's another thing too. Uh, you know, what's in the vaccines. Uh, There's a lot of things, you know, that people are suggesting that there's, uh, you know, possible fetal cells and different things that are in there. And I know that's a big argument, uh, but that right there goes against our faith. And um, I would never support that. So we're made in the image of God. And so altering that in any way, shape or form, trans anything seems to be against God's word. And so let's talk about what's in the word. Is there anything in the Bible that would suggest that Jesus would get vaccinated. Would Jesus get vaccinated? No. And, you know, I get that a lot. And I mean, Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's fully God and fully man when he was in the flesh, but he is God. And so he has no need for a vaccine. He is the healer himself. He is the healer. He touched uh, the leper, right? I mean, that's right. That's right. And, you know, he had no fear, by the way. And what place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. We're meant to be laying hands on the sick and seeing them healed. The Bible says, do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. So it's very clear on these things. And what about the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so we need to be careful what we're putting in our body. And that's where, again, say you got to use wisdom and discernment and ask the Lord. Wouldn't that be, Stu, an amazing thing for a pastor or reverend to ask, you know, tell people to say, ask the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit say? I mean, we need to, we need to have a whole lot more of that. There are too many pastors that were quick to close their churches and obey. And then you have, you know, some of the hypocritical pastors on the other side that were like, yeah, we need to follow this political agenda and do this, right? Because then we'll be the loving neighbor church, right? And then they saw the offering plate was empty for far too long because the 15 days to slow the spread, uh, well, what are we going on here? Two years now? And so when that started to affect the bottom line at some of these churches, then you see some of these guys that were like, we need to be loving and we need to be careful and health and safety back to, well, wait a minute, we need to, we need to really take a second look at this. This, it's time to worship. Really? Yeah. No, scary. You know what? What I think the Lord is really doing here is he's separating the wheat from the chaff. Yes. You know? And I, I can tell you what I've seen, and I'm sure you've seen this as well, and your listeners have seen this too, is there is a major shift that's happening in the body of Christ right now. And people, you know, they're looking at some of these pastors and they're saying, I can't go to that church anymore because he wasn't willing to stand now or she wasn't willing to stand now. And if they're not willing to stand now, you know, as things develop and, and maybe get worse in the future, as the Bible says, how are they going to stand then if they won't even stand now? So 
We need lions and generals and bold pastors that are willing to stand. I can think of some of these pastors out here that have, have had great, uh, you know, uh, adversity. I mean, think of uh, out in California, some of the pastors that were facing fines. And uh, my friend, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, literally was thrown in jail for holding services, uh, you know, at the Religious Liberty Coalition. We've talked to dozens of pastors that have been fined, uh, some in the tunes of almost millions of dollars, you know, and they just pushed back and said, we're not going to close the church. John MacArthur from the city of Los Angeles had his parking lot taken away. Uh, Cheon faced some serious uh, repercussions out there and it went all the way to the Supreme Court. So I'm thankful for the Patriot lawyers and those that have been willing to fight back and stand for the Constitution. But these pastors, we have to stand because the church is really, I mean, the, the, the last defense in America. And if we close down and that it's a spiritual battle at the highest of levels and the enemy wants the church to be closed. But again, we cannot forsake the assembly together, the brethren, the church is a hospital. What about the people that are dealing with mental illness and suicide? That's, you know, just spiked through the roof. No one talks about those things, Stu. Yeah. Uh, We spoke yesterday with pastor Mike McClure. He's facing $2.8 million in fines out there. And he appeared before judges and attorneys in an hour and a half long deposition. And a prosecutor never objected to him. His attorney said, I've never seen anything like this. And as part of his address to them, he said, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights was written by men for men like me, because they knew that one day before me would be seated tyrants like you. And here you are. Now, I learned last night from Brandon House some things about MacArthur. I'm not going to get deep into the weeds on this, but it seems that some of the hypocrisy that I alluded to earlier might have been taking place there as well. And I don't know the full story, but we need to be really using our discernment in times like this. And I think that pastors need to go back to teaching the word of God. But I want to ask you something at Todd Coconato Ministries. How many like what is the percentage if you were to guess uh, in 2020 and in 2021 uh, based on your previous years? How about the growth of people coming to Christ and accepting Jesus as their savior and just like turning their lives over to God? I mean, has it been amazing? Stu, this is my favorite thing to talk about because this is the good news is that we are seeing a harvest. And I'm telling you, I'm one of these pastors and evangelists that I like to stay and pray for every person that needs prayer. And usually I'm able to do that. Uh, We've actually been seeing lines that are so long in certain places that we go that the venue, we end up losing the venue and we can't even, you know, so it's a crazy thing. We end up praying in the parking lot. People are extremely hungry. And uh, there is a massive harvest and people are waking up in the droves. And I think this is why this spiritual battle that we're in as a nation as a, and as a world. I mean, we're seeing a rise in the spirit of Antichrist, but we're also seeing a powerful, what I believe the beginning of a great end time harvest. And so the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few, uh, but people are waking up in droves and we're seeing miracles, signs and wonders. And I am so blessed to report that in 22 years of ministry, I have never Stu, seen anything like this last year. So what's your advice to pastors who are hearing from, you know, maybe other pastors in their community, right? Uh, so I go to Calvary Chapel in my city and yeah. my pastor is very politically involved. Other pastors are also politically involved, but not outwardly because they're from the other spectrum where they want you to wear a mask and social distance. And they're preaching from the pulpit wearing a mask and they're telling their congregations to get injected with this thing, this bioweapon shot that's caused an unprecedented amount of deaths. Those pastors are telling him, hey, stay in your lane, right? Just just tell your people that God loves them and that's it. That's really all you need to do as a pastor. What do you say to those people? Well, there's so much to say. First of all, our founders believe in unalienable rights, which are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that our rights come from God, not from government. Okay. And then 
you know, the other thing was this whole separation of church and state nonsense. That was a letter of the Danbury Baptist Church saying that the government was going to stay out of the church. And so pastors have to understand we've been fed lies. The church has to occupy. That's what the Bible says. Occupy until he comes. And it says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. So we have to be involved. And that's in all elements of society. We're meant to be the head and not the tail. So we've got to get involved in politics. If we don't, then there's a vacuum there. And what happens is a very small percentage of people that this is how we got to where we are is they end up, you know, pushing forth this very progressive uh, satanic agenda. And now, you know, it's it's a real uh, awakening because people are saying just how dark it is. Uh, some of these parents that have been home during the pandemic and they're looking at some of the curriculums that their students, you know, their kids are being given. They're like, oh, my gosh. So, you know, I'm glad for the mama bears and the papa bears that are seeing and that are waking up Likewise. and that are going to the community meetings. But, you know, it, it's kind of late, but I still think we have time, but we've got to push back now. We've got to awaken and, and churches and pastors have to be involved in all aspects of society because that's what the word of God says. Yeah, the separation was not meant to keep the church out of the government's business, but quite the other way around. The government is supposed to stay out of the church's business. And as far as Franklin Graham is concerned, I feel the same way that you do, but I hope that he will repent and consider retracting that statement. Pastor Todd Coconato, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you, Stu. God bless you. Give the most of Red Voice Media by going premium. Exclusive behind-the-scenes content. One-on-one extended hard-hitting interviews with Stu Peters and deep-dive investigative reports. All always 100% ad-free when you become a premium member. Always 100% America first. True conservative values. Action-based reporting with courage. 100% ad-free content, including the headlines mainstream media won't touch. Uncensored, unafraid, unstoppable. Redvoicemedia.com slash premium. Redvoicemedia.com slash premium. Yep, that's redvoicemedia.com slash premium, and premium users are going to be super excited because we're launching the Dr. Jane Ruby Show this month. Also, Deanna Lorraine, Shots Fired, Everyday Show, this month. Richard Leonard, Military Culture, Veterans Issues, every Saturday, this month. Huge added bonus for everybody over there. It's all brought to you by Cortez Wealth Management. Book your appointment right now, CortezWM.com. The chief sponsor for all of all of the happenings, everything Stu Peters that's happening is brought to you by Cortez Wealth Management. Again, book your appointment with a God-fearing fiduciary, a like-minded person. No Biden, no injections, no mandates. He's not vaccinated, all right? That's the type of person you need to be doing business with when you're considering your future financially. Book your appointment right now, CortezWM.com. Until tomorrow at this time, here's what's up to it, here's what's down to it, here's to any way you can get to it, here's to those that don't do it, maybe they be dragged to it, tied to it, or forced to it, and here's to us who do do it, because we're the ones that's used to it. Remember to fly low and avoid the radar. Listen, one day they're going to come for the car, and when they do, save the radio! This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.